whoa. How y'all doing out there? Y'all good? Good, 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 good. Hey, hey, we're back. We're back with another episode of Thompson and Stuff. I know I've been gone for a minute, but at least I announced it on Instagram this time like I was somebody, okay? Um, Welcome back to the show. Thank y'all so much for your support. Um, I know I've been away um, after I posted my warning to everyone. uh, My streams got higher on the last episode. I'm so glad you all are enjoying my podcast. Um, You know, I've been doing a lot since I've been gone. I've been, you know, working on new writing, trying to get back in the swing of writing, you know, working on new characters, new projects. There's just not enough time in the day for it. Um, Also... I took a vacation, vacation, vacation time. I left town. I left home for a minute. I went down to Atlanta. I love Atlanta. Atlanta's an amazing city. I had a great time, me and my friends. uh, It was my best friend's birthday, so we went down to celebrate with her. And I really fell in love with the city. Like, let me just start off with this, y'all. I love Atlanta. Like, before uh, I ever been to Atlanta, I kind of thought about moving there. Never been there before, never seen, never, don't even know people down there. But I went down there and I just fell in love. I loved the food. The people there were really nice, even though half of the people there were transplants. Like I literally asked my waiter, I went to STK Steakhouse and my waiter, she was a nice young lady. I forgot her name, but I asked her, where do you get your water source from? Now here in Illinois, um, I'm from upper Illinois, Northern Illinois. So our water source comes from uh, Lake Michigan, obviously. So I asked her, where does your, uh, you know, water source come from? She didn't know, but she said, you know what? I'm going to ask somebody else. And I said, okay, fine. That's great. She asked around and nobody knew because I actually learned right then and there that um, half of Atlanta is full of transplants. And most of those transplants do come from here in Chicago. Um, a lot of Chicago people do move down there for a better living situation. They get bigger houses, more land. And that's what I strive to have one day. Um, I did enjoy some of the views down there. I went to some of the local spots. I did go to Magic City. Um, if y'all know me, y'all know I'm not a club person. I, I like to be at home in my sweats and my slippers watching movies. Um, I did tip a very nice young lady, uh, $5. <laughs> I know, I know. I didn't have a lot of singles on me. I, I only went down there with like $100 cash. So I tipped her $5. She was very appreciative of it. Um, but other than that, I couldn't, I didn't have a chance to try the wings or anything because it was some situation where you had to have a certain amount of tab to get food or something like that. Um, I'm not sure, but it was really nice. I tried Waffle House for the first time and that was really good. That tastes like a grandma's breakfast, except you know, Waffle House has, waffles have like this certain taste to it, like vanilla or something. They don't use Pearl Milling, Aunt Shemima, whatever she wants to call herself these days, you know. So uh, that was the first day we uh, came to Atlanta. The first thing we did was we went to go eat because, um, you know, I left home, my house, uh, the night before I went to go stay with my friend at her house. And then we just jumped up, went to the airport. We didn't eat anything. We were running late and we were just all worried, but, uh, ourselves, our bodies and our luggage to get to Atlanta in one piece. 
And then uh, first thing we did, we went to Waffle House and then we chilled out at the hotel afterwards. But man, let me tell y'all, I got the worst Charlie horse in the world. Um, it was in my calf. And it's just like a folding piece of paper. And you know how you completely fold a piece of paper in half, I guess, hot dog style? And you get that crease. That's what my Charlie horse felt like. And luckily, my best friend, she was right there. And she had her thumb on it. And I don't know if she could feel something. But it was just really, 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 really painful. But um, that did pass. Um, I did enjoy the rest of my trip. No Charlie horse, just the pool. And uh, the next day, we went out to the club. We went to the Coca-Cola Museum, which was amazingly cute. Y'all know I love a couple museums. Um, we also went to the Trap Music Museum, which was amazing. You know, I love trap music. I mean, not all of it. I love Jeezy. I love T.I., his old stuff. Oh, but you didn't hear that from me, though. Um, I love, you know, uh, Boosie and all them other people. And it was a really nice, really, really cool museum. And what museum do you know has a bar at the end of the exhibits? Okay. But I didn't get anything from the bar. I, I had too much liquor down there anyway. <laughs> Um, I just got back home uh, probably Wednesday night. I still have a little bit of jet lag in me. Um, I know we have not been talking lately. So much has, has been going on. We've lost so many people. Um, I do want to send rest in peace to Biz Marquis. Uh, rest in peace, Michael K. Williams, uh, Omar from The Wire. I also want to send condolences, a late condolence to Keisha Cole's family, uh, the loss of their matriarch, Frankie. Um, if you remember Frankie, she used to be on uh, Frankie and Nephi, Keisha Cole, the way it is. If you watch BET during the years of 2006 to like 2009, you'd probably remember her. She was a very, very... Uh, very much a character. She made me laugh a few times. So God bless her soul uh, in heaven. Um, but, you know, I just want to catch up on everything, catch up with you guys. Uh, so let's get started. Well, I'm back. All right. So um, I was recently on TMZ today. Uh, this is a fresh uh, report. Uh, just came in on my phone about an hour ago. Kelly Price is missing down in Georgia. Um, according to TMZ, uh, Kelly Price is missing. She's on the registered, I guess, missing people's uh, situation board thing, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, her boyfriend, I also read, is doing, uh, is refusing people's visitations, you know, to check in on her and everything. Um, I am legit worried. Um, I am a Kelly Price fan. She, I grew up with Kelly Price. My aunt was a huge Kelly Price fan. Um, I just hope everything is well. I hope Miss Price or Dr. Price, I should say, is well. Um, maybe she, I hope she's just, you know, away from her family and she's alive and well. Um, it's just so scary. Um, you know, these past couple of weeks, maybe the past month, you know, you hear these, uh, missing people. You know, we had the, the young lady, uh, she was like an influencer or something. Her name was Gabby. Uh, you know, she went missing and then they found her somewhere in, um, the boonies or whatever. And then we also had 
another situation here in Illinois, uh, Jelani Day. Uh, he was a young uh, graduate student. Uh, he at um, let's see, Illinois State University. Um, he was missing for some time, and just recently, uh, probably last night, probably a couple of days ago, uh, they found his body in a river. So whenever I hear uh, someone being missing these days, it's very very scary. Um, I just keep everyone in prayer. If you have anyone missing in your family, uh, send a prayer for them. Um, the Kelly Price situation is fairly new. I don't want to, you know, jump into it until I hear more. Um, but we're going to keep Kelly's family in our thoughts and prayers. And um, also in legal news, Erica and Tom Girardi. Now, if you don't know who Erica Girardi is, she is this very flashy lady who is on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Now, I do watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I can proudly say I've never missed an episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills since I was like in high school or maybe college. Um, I think it came out in like 2010 or something. So I was I was in high school. I was a sophomore. And um, as everyone knows that Erica and her husband, Tom, is getting a divorce. Um, the story that was told on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is that Erica dropped Tom off at his office. He is a lawyer. And she uh, he said, thanks, hon. Treated her like an employee. Blah, 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 blah. Now, I don't know if y'all have been following the show, but I have. And, you know, Erica has been telling these, like, really bizarre stories. And, I mean, I don't... Do I believe Erica? 50-50. And let me explain why. 50% of me believes Erica because she's living this shit. You know what I'm saying? She's living this. She's, this is her life every day. But at the same time, I don't know Erica. I don't know what's in her house. I don't know what's going on. So she might... It, it, look, I've dated somebody who lied to cover a lie, to cover a lie, to cover a lie, to cover a lie. This is a pretty big deal. So, of course, she might be covering a lie, a big lie. Okay, so as y'all know, uh, she had like a 13,000 square foot mansion, and now she lives in a 2,000 square foot mansion. Look, I've been poor working class my whole life until recently when I started making more money. But I, when you go from 13 to 2,000, that's that's nothing serious because 2,000 square feet is still a pretty nice house. Um, you know, and now there's reports that they're saying that Tom said Erica is responsible and but she knew what was going on and blah, 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 blah. And you know what? At the end of the day, I think all oh, this is just white drama. <laughs> white drama. And I stay out of it, but I report it to you guys. Um, do I think Erica will have to pay that $25 million? Um, it has to come from somewhere. You know, it has to come from somewhere. Maybe she does know something. Maybe she doesn't know something. Um, so we'll see how that uh, rides out, you know. Um, something else right now. Cat Williams was on Hot 97. I watched his interview last night. Cat Williams looked great. He looks good. You know, he's clear and he's uh, present. Um, I can't wait for Cat Williams to do more stuff. I really want Cat Williams to do stuff. Um, you know, more TV shows, you know, he played the Gator Man in Atlanta. That was a really great show. 
And, um, you know, Cat needs to get back on tour if he's not on tour. I can't, can't, I can't really keep up with Cat, but you know, it's great that I saw him on Hot 97. I'm really excited for him. Um, what else is going on? We just had a versus. Versus, versus, versus. Fat Joe and Ja Rule. Now, I am 26 years old. I'll be 27 in February. Um, Fat Joe and Ja Rule were my were like the 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 rappers, the it rappers when I was coming up. And you know, for them two to do a versus, it was amazing because it just brought back so many memories of you know all the songs, you know, New York, New York, so New York. And then Clapback, he performed Clapback. You know how many times I almost caught an assault charge for that song. Um, you know, it was pretty cool. They brought out, you know, special guests. I think uh ja Rule brought out Shanti, Vita, um, Fat Joe brought out Remy Ma. It, it was a really beautiful situation. But uh after the verses, you know, reports came out. Or you know what? I must have missed it because I didn't really pay much good attention. Fat Joe called the women singers who were there uh fat or no not fat but like dusty crusty bitches um yeah that was not really necessary honestly but um he apologized he brought uh them flowers and it it, but overall it was really really nice and if i sound like i'm kind of like rushing through this i'm just trying to like get in the swing back podcasting because um my life has been so hectic i've just been writing and working and getting things together for you all. I, I legit miss everybody. I miss podcasting, but I do, I do appreciate the, the support. Um, I do also want to shout out the people in Germany. I'm getting percentages in Germany. I didn't know y'all listen to me in Germany. That's, that's crazy. Like I, I really do appreciate y'all. I'm just a small, I'm a small town girl, uh, just trying to live out her dreams. I appreciate the views. Uh, follow me on Instagram, A-Marie, son of Tom, with the T-H-O-M. Um, I try to be as interactive with my followers. I'm not, I know I'm not very sociable in real life, but I do want to get to know my fans and I do want to make sure I'm heard. Um, if you're also listening out there, you can purchase my books. I'm a published author. I've have, I have five published titles, Meet Angela, uh, AJ Townsend 101, AJ Townsend 102, Meet Angela 102, and most recently, The Meridian Dream, which is my favorite book. Um, I, I am working on new characters. I'm working on new series. I just want to make this, you know, blow up and live my dream and everything. But less about me. There's more stuff coming. Hold on. Here's something else that's pretty interesting to me um, that I just found out. We'll not really find out. Um, there are more Britney Spears documentaries coming out. Um, we have a, a documentary coming out tonight, um, September 24th or September 25th, if you have Hulu. Um, it's going to be on the FX. Uh, it's called Controlling Britney Spears. And then we have another podcast, I'm sorry, another uh, documentary about Britney Spears coming out, I think September 26th. It's called Spears versus Britney. Um, I am a little bit halfway mixed about having all these Britney Spears documentaries. And it's not because, you know, I'm a documentary freak. I watch anything but any, every 
thing documentary. I'm obsessed. Not really. Um, I'm glad that they're, you know, coming out with these document documentaries because, you know, some sometimes people have stories that they can tell. Uh, they can put light on situations that we don't even know nothing about. Um, we don't know what's really going on behind closed doors with, you know, Mr. Spears and Britney and the money and all that stuff. But it also can hurt because, you know, some things people say that might, you know, not help Britney's case. Because as everyone knows, Britney is um, trying to formally um, end her conservatorship in the fall. And it's September. It's almost October anyway. So fall is basically here. You know, I just... I am glad, me personally, uh, as I go back to my statements that, you know, there's going to be people on this documentary that can help her, that can help her be free. You know, gotta understand, uh, since the last time we talked, did you know that Britney Spears hired her own lawyer? Did you know that Britney Spears went on, well, I must have mentioned this before, but Britney Spears went on a phone call and said, I get me out of this conservatorship. She's, it's obviously, she's very clear in what she wants to do. Now, I know you're wondering, but what about all the times she was acting, like when she was acting out and blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't have any children, but, you know, Britney was Brittany had postpartum depression. It was very much stated on one of these documentaries I watched, not these two I just mentioned. Probably the one that came out on Hulu like a couple months before. Brittany was a first-time mom. Brittany, first-time moms obviously make mistakes. But, you know, Jamie don't need to be in charge of nothing. Did y'all forget back in the day Jamie put his hands on one of the, her sons and now they don't talk to grandpa no more? Did y'all think of that? And then also, congratulations to Brittany. She's just got engaged. She has uh, Sam Ashgar Ashgari in her life. And he seems like a good guy. Let Brittany live her life, dude. Just let just look, the judge needs to sign the papers because it feels like when I when I hear about Brittany conservatorship, because they tried to do it uh, one and done a couple months ago, where they uh went to court and they tried to end it, but the judge will not sign over it. But then what happens is Jamie was like, well, on in the media, it seemed like Jamie was throwing his hands up. But you know what? When that story first came out, I felt like, you know, it was some sort of trick to it. Jamie Jamie uh, Spears says he's uh, stepping down his conservatorship. And my first thought was, okay, he's stepping down, but somebody might step in that might be worse. So I... You know, it's a lot to handle, but I just really hope that everyone makes the right decision. Everyone helps Brittany and not hurt her. She wants to live a normal life. She wants to have access to her money. Let that woman, she ha I bet she has Grammys. I don't remember because I was a little kid back then. But I, I bet Brittany got Grammys. She's got royalties. And y'all treat her like she working class. Brittany got a big old mansion somewhere out in California. Let that woman enjoy her money. And I know that, you know, powerful moves are being made because I'm seeing Britney drive now. Britney could not drive her own cars that she paid for. And now I see her on Daily Mail in her little white Mercedes. So y'all, y'all just let Britney live her life. I just, that's all I want uh, within this situation. Let that woman live her life because... She don't deserve to be treated like this. I understand she worked and she was basically that family's breadwinner, but let her let her go. Let her 
know, retire or whatever she wants to do. Because I'm sure she does not even want to be back on stage. I mean, she said herself, I don't want to be back on stage until this conservatorship is over. So, hey, it is what it is. And speaking of documentaries, um, another interesting documentary I did get a chance to watch was um, the Woodstock 99 documentary, which is on my favorite HBO Max. Um, Woodstock 99 happened somewhere in upstate New York. Um, it was It's nothing like your grandparents or your parents' Woodstock. Um, I was four years old when that all happened, but I remember watching like footage and stuff of it on it on MTV back when MTV was actually music television. Um, a lot of my favorite people performed there too. Limp Biscuit, Red Hot Chili Peppers, James Brown, Ice Cube, DMX, Lord, may he rest in peace. We love you, DMX, performed there. And they also wanted to, uh, detail about how, um, there was, a you know, it was dirty, you know, feces and people wrestling and feces mud and just all that good nasty stuff. And, um, it talked about, you know, all the memories and people there and who died. And, um, it was very eerie one part because there was a gentleman who died at uh, Woodstock due to, I guess, uh, uh, dehydration or something. And he was writing his, uh, diary entries talking about how it was nasty and dirty and stinky and just a lot. Um, but y'all check that documentary out if you're about my age or you were like a teenager during that time. Uh, if you did go to Woodstock, um, you know, let me know and I could probably, you know, read your story on the air or something if you choose to. And, uh, uh, next, uh, is Kanye West got a new album. Uh, I don't really uh, support anything Kanye West anymore. I know he's from the hometown, uh, I was born in the same city he went to high school in. Uh, he used to shop at River Oaks Mall. I used I got my first job at River Oaks Mall. I have a lot of connections between me and Kanye, but I just can't support him anymore. But I listened to a couple tracks off his new album. And let me tell y'all, I did not enjoy it. And let me tell you why. Because one, it sounded like it was recorded in a hallway. Like an empty hallway. Like, you know, like the hallway in probably your high school or something. I just couldn't get with that. Um, the whole Christian rap thing for Kanye, I just couldn't get with either because I grew up listening to Kanye West secular music. I grew up listening to the college dropout. I grew up listening to late registration, graduation, 808s and heartbreaks, uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, all the good stuff. Maybe a couple uh, songs off of, um, the, the first church album. I really did. I literally liked a couple of those, but I just, I look at Kanye so different now. It, it's just crazy. And I, I just, I can't support him anymore. Um, but you know, to each his own. And I want to say rest in peace to Melvin Van Peebles. He is a famous screenwriter, poet. Um, his, he is the father of Mario Van Peebles. And uh, rest in peace to that gentleman. He is actually one of my idols uh, as a writer. Uh, he passed away. He was 89 or 90 years old. Um, so may God bless him. Um, Next is Wendy Williams. Um, I'm not a fan of Wendy Williams. I used to be a fan of Wendy, Wendy Williams when I was a kid because her show used to come on... Um, 
it used to come on channel on Fox. And after school, my freshman year of high school, I would rush home to watch Wendy Williams because I just found her shows to be so entertaining. Um, as I got older, um, probably my high school years, probably college, sometimes I just didn't have time to find and watch Wendy. And Wendy started doing some messy shit, you know. But uh, I send her a prayer up for her because she's not doing well. She did check into rehab. Um, so she... And word on the curb was that they found her drunk drinking every day and her son gives her an ultimatum and you know just I hope she feels better maybe she just needs to step back from everything and uh just be Wendy for a minute just you know take a vacation you know um I did want to touch on something um as I discussed uh Keisha Cole's mother passing away um again rest in peace Frankie um, I had a conversation with a friend and uh, we were watching the uh, after she passed away. There was a video that uh, floated around the internet. Her and Keisha were talking and Frankie said that you'll see me again in heaven. My friend was a little uncertain, you know, uncertain about that situation and why uh, would we have a conversation like that with our children. I am all for, you know have you you have to have a conversation about you know i don't want to say death but i mean there's no other way to word it um you have to talk to to your kids about how you want to go all your funeral plans and stuff um it is okay to tell them that you know you're going to be that you're going to see me again in heaven you know there is a spirit i'm always with you because i always do believe that um, if you didn't know, I lost my aunt. Um, I lost my aunt when I was 21. I'm 26 now. And I had to get that confirmation that she will always be with me through my grandmother because I told her about a dream I had where my aunt dropped me off somewhere and she tried to give me money. And I said, no, thank you. I'm good now. And, you know, I'm just kind of going off on a tangent. Forgive me. Um, but the backstory of that is when I was in college, I, I didn't work. I couldn't work until I was 20. And I barely held on to a job after that. And um, my aunt helped me out. And then she uh, sadly passed away when I was 21 in my second to last semester of college. And um, I never really had a chance to thank her for all the help she you know, had helped me with when I was um, you know, struggling and down like that. But, you know... I I saw her in my dream and I finally had an opportunity to say I'm good. And I I'm good. You can hold on to that. Like it's always it's always comfort to just what I'm trying to say is, you know, it's okay to tell your kids, you know, you are always gonna be with them, you're always gonna be a spirit to them and everything. Um in my house, it's not uncomfortable. It's not an uncomfortable conversation. I know what to do when my mother passes away. Um, my father, I, I don't know too much for because he is married. But um, my mother spoke to, talked to me about her, her, you know, leaving this earth to me so many times. It's like, I know what to do. So my point is, just rambling, I'm sorry. My point is to my friend who was just not comfortable, it's okay. 
because once you have children and everything, you're going to want to make sure that they're okay. And it's okay to tell them, you know, you're going to heaven and I'm going to heaven. I'll be with you all the time. And I thought that that was pretty amazing. Like, I know it was eerie to watch that Frankie say that to Keisha, but I just hope that Keisha has, um, I don't know how to say this. I just hope that Keisha knows that her mother is with her at all times. I think that's where I should leave it there because I just don't want to, you know, misquote or miss say anything. And people are going to be like, oh, you weird. Why you say this? Just basically what I'm trying to say is your loved ones are always going to be there forever in spirit. Might visit you in a dream like my auntie did. You know, um, she has came in my dreams a couple times. Um, and I know that, that she is around me and, um, always watching out for me. Um, I think I have reached the end of today's episode. Um, I know it's back to the short episodes. Y'all enjoy having 30, 40 minute episodes, 50 minute episodes. I have not quite reached the, um, the, the like hour episodes because honestly, I don't have a lot of time to record. I'm like, basically recording when I could get like a quiet space because I don't want anybody in the background when I'm talking to you guys. Um, upcoming stuff I do want to talk to you about before I go, we are having some books coming, um, probably next month and a month or two. Will Smith is having his book out. Um, it's called Will. It is available for pre-order on Amazon. Jamie Foxx is having a book coming out. Uh, I think it's called Act Like You Got Some Sense. That will be uh, that is out on pre-order on Amazon. Lil Kim has a book coming out. I think that's still a pre-order on Amazon. That will be out probably next month or this month. And lastly, um, this is not if this is available now, so you can order it on Amazon. Carmelo Anthony's story is out. Uh, I am totally getting those books because I'm, well, I'm getting Carmelo Anthony's book next because actually right now I am reading uh, The Marathon Continues. It's a Nipsey Hussle, uh, auto, not an autobiography, but a biography. Um, it did come out a little bit after uh, Nipsey passed away. So I've been reading that. I've been trying to read that on the plane. And then um, when I went to Atlanta, I flew Southwest and that was just ghetto. Um thought the plane was just driving too fast. It's an airplane, not a Ferrari. Come on now. But um, yeah, keep an eye out on those books. Um, I also want y'all to follow me on Instagram. A-Marie, son of Tom, is my official Instagram. uh, So you can follow me there. Um, The Q&A video, I am going to work on that as soon as possible. Because right now, I am trying to work on getting my YouTube channel started. Um, I know maybe I'm not supposed to tell y'all that, but I am getting my YouTube channel. I'm, I just need some outside help. If you have any questions, like if you have any pointers for me, um, you send it to my Instagram, A-Marie, son of Tom. Um, you guys got to understand I'm not a camera person. I do not like being on camera, but I do want to grow my empire and span my horizons and, you know, probably keep you guys entertained. I mean, I don't know what I would do on, on, uh, YouTube, you know, people have these YouTubers, they vlog and they do all this stuff. And it's just like, you guys want me to vlog and I, I'm at home watching TV and my slippers most of the time when I'm not working. So um, let me know what you want to see um, and follow me on uh, Twitter at a-marie-son-of-t. 
Um, if you're not sure how to, to spell it, sometimes I do post tweets from my Twitter to my Instagram. So it's probably there too. Um, thank y'all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, please keep listening, keep streaming. I appreciate everybody. When I stepped away from podcasting and writing just for, you know, a little me cleansing, I saw the numbers go up. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Uh, I hope to speak to you next week. Uh, Hopefully better stories to come. Um, Prayers to Kelly Price and her family. Prayers to uh, Jelani Day and his family. And prayers to uh, Gabby and her family. Uh, May they all, you know, prayers to all. Okay. Um, I'll talk to you guys later. See ya. Bye.